Nope, I got you. Nope, we're not. Nope. Um, now it's in my head. Now it's in my head. It. Damn it. Now it's in my head, and I can't get oh. it out. Jay, I hate you so much. Um, You're welcome. As soon as we go live. As soon as we go Bye, live. everybody. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, it didn't catch oh, everyone. What's the joystick? I'll tell you when you're older. It comes from a joy box. She's probably older than you. Um, (laughs) Greetings, wayward travelers. Come on in and welcome to the Red Hair Inn. I'm your innkeeper and dungeon master, Logan Hanley, here to spin you and the adventurers you see here before you a yarn through the lands of Ekrim. Before we get started, got a few shout-outs, got a few sponsored things. Uh, Shout-outs... To Brianna Flame for the amazing, amazing overlay. To Esoteric for the cartography of the lands of Ekrim that you can see behind me and in other things that I do. Uh, to Del Barovic, who does the amazing character art that is down below me. Um, and then last but not least, to Adrian Von Zeigler and the wonderful Rene Beauregard uh, for composing music for this show. Uh, whether it's just the background music that we have going um, that you can sometimes hear when it wants to work or when I make it loud enough. Um, or Perrin strumming on his uke or the wonderful intro music that Renee did for our intro here of the Ecrium Expeditions. Uh, sponsors, we got Dragon Rock RPG Design, Daniel Lee Brenneman, Renee Beauregard, bringing unique and creative content to the TTRPG community, whether it's writing their own content or collaborating with other creatives. Their goal is to bring their extensive expertise and experience to any of the materials that they work on. Next, Umbral Oculus Dice, Taryn Hackett, the purveyor of hand-poured and polished artisanal dice. As you can see right here, it's probably going to get blurred out. Oh, oh, oh. It worked that time. Nope. All right. Um, Taryn and Umbral Oculus are conjuring relics from beyond the veil for your players to enjoy at their tables. Use code all caps red hair in for 10% off uh, at... Uh, the Umbral Oculus Dice Store. Uh, Today we are giving away this beautiful, and I did not do this on purpose, and now that I I realize, this beautiful, like, it's on our social media, so you can't see, it's pink, and it's got little gold flecks in it, and I just realized now it's very Eden-esque, which is almost fitting for tonight. Uh, But yeah, put in the word barefoot, no other iterations other than B-A-R-E foot, F-O-O-T, into chat, or else I swear I will smite y'all. Um, yeah, next, uh, Adventures in 3D. Richard is the purveyor of amazing cra- amazingly crafted and uh, finely printed 3D miniatures. Uh, use the code barefoot15 for 15% off any purchases at his, I think it's an Etsy store. Um And then last but not least, our good friends over at the Initiative Order. TO is a collective of passionate TTRPG players and creators that want to help the community thrive and grow. The main goal of TO is to explore and experience all types of gaming systems while creating an inclusive community for all our players and viewers. Um, They are extremely wonderful. I had the pleasure of watching our wonderful uh, resident druid here. Uh, do some 
horror things on Sunday um, that I'm always amazed at. But yeah, uh, and now, folks, without further ado, without any hesitation, the spectacular cast of the Ecrium Expeditions, the barefoot bandits themselves, Eden, take it away. Hi, everybody. Taryn Hackett, also known as Val Rook across the socials. I am a generally creative human and eldritch entity feeding on the pain of my friends, but I'm also a dice maker under the moniker of Umbral Oculus Dice. You underscore dice on the Instagram, link in bio. I do have dice in stock at the moment. Um, but yeah, I am over on the Initiative Order every other Sunday for Far Realms, my Cult Divinity Lost homebrew campaign where I lead a bunch of lost souls beyond the veil and through hellish plains and the veil is slowly getting peeled back and they're slowly seeing the world for what it truly is and I'm really excited and they are confused as shit and that's the best part but that's me and today I'm playing Eden and I am a much nicer person than the person paying me I mean it's well said uh inaccurate if I'm gonna be honest there's, uh, there's a just... lot of things that I'm skeptical about it's, it... it's a secret people don't even know that I'm nice people um, well whatever uh hi everybody i'm renee Beauregard. i'm one half of dragon rock rpg design uh you can find us at dragon rock rpg on facebook and twitter and dragon rock rpg design on instagram uh we recently released our ranger supplement uh ranger subclasses volume one which you can find on dm's guild along with all of our other material you could just search dragon rock rpg and you'll find all of our materials there um so because matthew mercer decided to leave rangers out of the Taldore reborn born campaign guide i decided that we were going to put out some new rangers because it was lacking um no offense matt um but go and check those out you can play the light keeper the weave guardian and the archaeologist all of which are very fun subclasses that i think that most people will enjoy uh give it a, uh, give it a rating and a review because it's pay what you want so it's technically free um we would just appreciate any feedback that you guys have so we know what you guys want in future uh and without further ado i hand this off to my beautiful sister why, thank you. And good evening, everybody, and happy Mardi Gras. I am Utahime, and I am a cosplayer and streamer and TTRPG performer. If you are interested in seeing what shenanigans I get up to um, on a weekly basis, please be sure to follow me at Utahime Cosplay, and that's on Facebook, Instagram, here on Twitch, where I occasionally stream on my own channel, and Brianna DeCosta on Twitter. Over to the gentleman below. Sure, we'll Hi, do it. Yeah. Oh, no, we're going to do Ronan because that's below Fenora. Oh, no, Ronan. Okay, we do Ronan. Yeah. That's good. We do Ronan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I forget who's below. I was like, which direction are we pointing? I don't know. I'm like, Ronan is technically below me, but I didn't know. I didn't pay attention. Just go What's go, Ronan? Go, yeah. What's a Ronan? Nobody knows. That's the beauty of Ronan. You want me to go? Uh, I'm Ronan. I'm working on three hours of sleep. And yes, I still look this good. Take it away. What can he say? Take it away. What can he say? Can he say? Oh my it's god, this Jay. day. It's Jay. Casual. <laughs> you can find me on all social media at just too casual and casual creativity over on Twitch. Variety stream or all around entertainer doing all kinds of gaming and game design. What kind of games am I designing? Well, right now I'm working on the anime inspired TTRPG Deep Breath, where magic meets technology inspired by anime, manga, and JRPGs in a most fantastic way, including the fact that a starter adventure is about to be ready. So you can check out all information on Deep Breath, stuff like that, at Deep Breath RPG on Instagram and Twitter, and follow our website for updates to maybe get a chance at a free sample adventure of your own at deepbreathrpg.com. That's D W E P 
Brad, T-H-R-P-G.com. But today, I am playing Corvus, the one who walks through the dark so that others may shine in the light. And last, but not least, the wonderful Butterball, the Chaos Goblin himself, Eddie. And I'm going to go ahead and casually try to follow up that majesty right there. Hi, everyone. I'm Eddie the Discount Bard, your humble adventurer, storyteller, creating adventures and participating in wonderful stories to hopefully bring just a little bit of light to your day. You can normally find me on twitch.tv slash discountbard, where I do variety content. Usually it's Sea of Thieves. Otherwise, it could be other things like miniature painting or cooking, depending on what my hyperfixation is at that current point in time. But this Otherwise, week... This week we're doing Elden Ring, so that's going to be super exciting. Uh, let's see how long I spend on the actual character creation itself and if I ever actually get to play the game. But beyond that, <laughs> uh, today I am here as Art, our lovely little butterball art uh, goblin artificer, who is also known to respond to, oh god, what now? And I'll pass it on over to our lovely DM. Yes. Thank you, Art. Well, my friends, it's finally time. Come on in, take a seat, grab a pint, and let's adventure together on tonight's session of the Ecrium Expeditions. Why did you tell me that? I didn't need to know that that's what a joystick was. Huh? It's important that you know how to get control. Just make sure you push all the right buttons in the right order. What's the button? No. Where was... Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, up, down. Oh, okay, that one I appreciate. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, welcome back. How are you? <sighs> Just give me like 20 minutes and then y'all will be fucking sorry for all this shit. Uh, restless sleep and nightmares wake Hale in the early morning as the gray light of dawn was slowly starting to break. 
Hale shifting, wakes Eden and the pair soon followed by the ever-listening Corvus, journeying to the, journey to the nearby orchard to pick apples for their morning meal. After some time of chatting, the trio arrive back to camp to find a giddy Fenara. It's her birthday, and after a brief celebration, the party continues their trek through the muck and mire of the heart scars. Their cart eventually falters again, but some clever cantrips combined with the crack of Corvus's whip lead to the party pulling the cart and Dusky free. They traveled on for the greater part of the day before reaching a vast body of water, a small pond in the greater scheme of the heart scars. Not wishing to waste time going around, they took or they looked for a way across. Corvus found an illusionary bridge, invisible to the naked eye, but not to his keen insight. And leaving their newly found cart and furry companion behind, they made the journey to the opposite side. As they neared the opposite end, the water shifted and a bog devil leapt from the water attacking the party. A brief fight ensued with Corvus uh, leaping from the bridge, pulling the devil into the water below as he did so. All the while, the party of spellcasters that remained tried frantically to get vantage of the creature through the splashing and sloshing of the bog. A frustrated Hale eventually sits down and began making greeting cards, one for his newly adopted friend uh, Corvus and the other for Fenara for her birthday. While, the, while his companions uh, continued to fight and eventually dispatch the creature. About finished, the party made their final trek on foot, ending their journey at a dense cluster of brambles and thorns, with the boughs of willow trees hanging overhead. A familiar sense coming over the little druid Eden, and as she reached for the thorns, a grizzled face and a red cap greeted the party, welcoming the lady to this sanctuary. The creature then began escorting the party through the parting bramble and thorn they followed. And as we pick up today, you have now gone on for maybe, you know, a couple, about a dozen or so feet. And as you do, you watch behind you as the brambles and thorns close. A quick left, quick right, almost in a snaking pattern as you continue on. The thorns only parting enough for you to get by before shutting in behind you. Your stout and grizzled and red-capped companion leading the way, uh, just kind of humming to himself his thick iron boots on the ground as he's making his way forward. Eventually, the brambles and thorns open and separate, and you come into a small alcove. Two giant willows stand before you, a solid wall of bark and tree and branch off to your left you can see that the brambles open in almost like an alcove with what seems to be a bar of some sorts or at least like a, an opening uh, a window to look within he leads you over there and very quickly um if, if you have uh, any weapons or belongings um this is this is uh, where where I would suggest that you you lay them. The Lord doesn't like uh, weapons in His domain. Um, when you say the Lord, yes, does it have a name? Um, 
well, while there are several lords and ladies like yourself that enter this, uh, this place, uh, Relcath himself is the main presider. And Eden will immediately, like, turn back to Finar, and you can see, like, just, like, what was, like, intense fear kind of, like, diffuse slightly. And then look back. Good to know. Um, does Eden recall that name? Um, go ahead and make a, um, either history or nature check. Oh, history is real bad. I'm not doing that one. Uh, nature is slightly better. So we're going to do nature, and that's a dirty 20. Uh, with a dirty 20, you would recognize the name only because, um... Your sisters had mentioned um, mentioned them a few times. Relkath is known as Relkath of the Infinite Branches, an archfey that's connected to both the material plane and the Feywild through the roots of the trees and plants that grow on the earth. Would he be um, sort of a lore-based or fictitious sort of creature that I would have heard of, like in like stories and stuff like that, or? Um, you know what? Being from Alverton, uh, you would have heard of, um, like, tree ants and ents. I refer to them mostly as ents because of my background with Lord of the Rings. But ents and tree ants are, um, are rare sightings, especially in Cantor. Uh, but in Alverton, where you're so close to the wolf's wood, uh, there are sometimes stories of, uh, these giant arboreal beings wandering the forest it's like a bigfoot style story like no one no one that i would have never seen them it's just like everybody's heard of them talk about them that's sort of correct it's more of like right. a hey uh lumberers don't chop down too many trees because if you do this giant tree monster is going to come kill you uh gotcha. it's more yeah semi-folksy you know scare people but more of like respect the forest kind of way wait um Listen, uh, and I'm going to cast Friends um, on the red cap. Mm -hmm. um, so for the next uh, minute, I have advantage on all charisma checks directed at the red cap. I, I just want to know, um, what uh, is there anything you can tell us about... Um, Relkath, that there, you know, he might not want out of his purview. Uh, make a make a persuasion check there. Thank you. Uh, twenty-three. Hmm. Um. Well, uh. Well, he built this place uh, that he wouldn't want out of his purview. Um. Well, he's rather excited to see her, and he points uh, to Eden. They have they have a lot to to talk about, apparently, um, or at least some tidbits of information spread here and there. Uh, why would that be? Um. Well. Uh. He's, uh, you know, so he has this place. He kind of made another place just like this a little farther north that, uh, she knows about. 
So it's like, uh, hey, you were at my old home. This is my other home. Like, what do you think? Type of deal. Oh, so he's like asking her for um, her interior design opinion? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. Like, how's, how's, how's the infrastructure of my old home look since I left it? Type of deal. Right. Um, I, now, um, I'm sorry, we didn't get your name. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I am Nadar. Um, Nadar, okay. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, his beard goes down to almost, like, it's barely scraping the top of the floor, the, the forest floor below you. Uh, and then he motions over to the alcove, and um, this is this is Seika, uh, and you can see another red cap. Um, their beard almost like they've taken, tried to cut it in several different spots, not really knowing where to start, like to shave, and then just was, were kind of like, all right, screw it. Um, little less grizzled, little younger. Uh, Seika will will take your take your belongings, uh, anything that would be harmful. Uh, we're dangerous. Oh, um, well, I mean, and he kind of like he, he puts his hand on um, the rapier that he that he carries with him. This is uh, a primarily decorative. Um, there's no real harm for this. I'm a and he like he pulls up the pulls up the loot. I, I'm a, a, a storyteller. I don't <laughs> they have need. It just it's just for show. Oh, Pint's gonna love that. The the Seika kind of points. We've we've been looking for an, another um, another bard to play music. Pine's good, but um, but they're they're you know get stale. You know we we live for a while and you know same same music gets boring. Yeah, um, need some need some um, rotation. I have, I have a very important question though. Um, we get our stuff back. Oh, um, yes, a hundred, a hundred percent, yes. I'm kind of partial to my club. I made it myself, and it's kind of pretty. That is very nice for a club. I only know just like big branch and hip people type of club, but that one has got some flavor to it. I like it. <laughs> Like said, if you break it, I'm going to break you. Oh, no. Uh, Nadar uh, has, has put that past behind him. <laughs> Quick uh, uh, point our... of interest. Um, I'm here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been following okay, the party just, along this whole time. Well, just yep. make, making sure, making sure. Um, so uh, Art is uh, casually uh, eh, pick, picking his teeth with a rather fancy-looking uh, dagger with a head of a lion on the pommel. Fancy toothpick. <laughs> um, deception check. Um, well, I have a minus one to persuasion, so that'll be ten. Um, and no, uh, and he, like, pulls out his, his sickle, not in, like, a menacing way, but, like, it, the this toothpick too. Yeah. Oh, I like yours. The the people from they're very perceptive. 
They're just gonna grab uh, Eden's uh, just sort of shoulder. Um, do you want to step over here for just a second? Just I gotta ask a question. Sure, just a second. We need a private moment. Um, of course, lady. Um, just a quick, quick, quick word uh, or quick question. Uh, what? That's it. That's the question. Well, I'm from this place, and I left it, and it's called the Briar, and there's... Hence the of the Briar. That makes sense. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. And there's people that live in there with me that are looking for me, because I kind of just left. Um... Because I think they might be bad people. Yeah, um, sweetie, I didn't want to judge, but I'm getting really, like, negative vibes <laughs> being here. They are, they're a little scary. That's why I'm going to play nice. Because um, the stuff I said about people cutting your fingers off and things. See, where I was from, they, like, grew back afterwards. But I don't know if that's the same here. Okay, so, I thought that was turn of phrase. Um, oh, no, they, if you lie, they take your PB. Okay, um, noted. I'm, okay. Um, okay. Well, then we, uh, don't lie, because no. pinkies but are great. I like mine. This is, like, my third one. Yeah, I've, I've, I've already had way too many close calls with almost losing one of these of my own means. I don't need someone else taking it from me. I won't let them take anything from me. So, I mean, we'll be fine. do you know why he just randomly wanted to meet you here now? Is, I, I mean, you think he's I've looking for... I've never met him before, and... So he's not one of the ones that was with you before? I, I don't think so. I just don't know if he's trying to help them. Right. It does seem kind of ominous that he just appeared where we are. They, they have lots of places like this to talk. They, meaning people from places like I'm from. They sure. hide them in the forest where people don't go. And then they use scary monsters and stuff to keep them away so that stupid people and evil humans will so humans will leave them alone. Sure. Okay, well we can we can get through this. We can I just want to know where you were headspace wise. I'm terrified. Um okay. Aiden and uh Fanara's gonna like kinda tug on the, her sleeve. Yeah. Um about what we talked about a, a little ways ago. Um, uh, will you let me know if you need my assistance? Uh-huh. I will give you a signal. I'll be like... Because I, I don't think this is totally related yet. Um, All right. Um, although, now that I think about it, and, like, Eden will lean in and whisper, um... Actually, now that I think about it, if what I did over there would be intruding on his thing, that could be trouble. Mm -hmm. I don't know though, but just mm. if we if you see something and you're like, oh, this is bad juju because I mm. can tell dots connecting, then we'll what, what thing did you do? What thing did you do, sweetie? 
Oh, I did nothing. No, you just said you did. Um, uh, you, 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 no, we're, we're just talking girl talk, you know. I went to the bathroom earlier. Just, you know, a little bit of this and that and, you know. It was really hey, bad. Yeah. Mm, mm. Going to the bathroom. Well, you know that ladies, sometimes we go to the bathroom together and we have different private conversations. That was, it's kind of like one of those times. We, we have our own little conversation thing going on. So don't you worry your head about it, right? What she's yeah. trying to tell you, Jonah, is that, that she's going to, that they're going to be doing this for quite a while. And if you bother with it, it's going, you're just going to end up waiting. Okay. Mm. So I'll turn to the two gentlemen. Uh, I have no weapons. I am an academic. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I love the the hats. Those are great. Um, and this may be a misunderstanding. It sounds like she was just going to the restroom. I don't know how that works for you, um, but. Um, Nadar looks over at seconds. I'm, I'm just here to. Uh, you didn't hear that. Take things that, um, but that that that, uh, that may be dangerous. Um, oh, so, oh, he, so, well, so please, here, um, please. here you go. Um, this isn't really dangerous because um, I actually kind of sort of broke it a little bit. So um, here you go, and she's gonna hand over her crossbow. That's basically <laughs> now the string is broken. It's looking a little jacked. Um, Thank you. So. Yeah, um, oh, you probably need the, the bolts too. There you go. Yep. Uh, thank, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And mm -hmm. takes it yeah. and kind of like you can see that they're putting like almost like a tag with it. Um, um, moving around. Um, Clovis, they're not uh, gonna let us in there unless they gave me their word. And you guys know what happens if you lie, right? Uh, not, She's talking not, to the like red caps, yeah. right? You said you oh. wouldn't steal them, and you know what happens if you lie. I know exactly what happens if I lie, lady. Um, would, would not uh, dare uh, the anger of one more powerful than I. You can leave your stuff. Corvus takes out the rapier, sets it. The two daggers sets it down. The hand crossbow sets it down. The heavy crossbow sets it down. <laughs> Forty bolts sets it down. I keep my armor. Yes. This, this is not decorative, and Perrin like pulls out a dagger and like throws it into the ground. Fanara did not mention her dagger, by the way. Okay. Um, if there's uh, anything you're going to keep on you or that you are attempting to keep on you, uh, make a deception check. Oh, yeah. Mine's not a deception, but technically my whip, because my whip is my chain, which is my um, belt and my bracelets. Make a, make a, for, for Corvus, for you, make a stealth check. I'll say with disadvantage, because they're on you. So like, because you can visibly, because you can stuff. visibly see that there's chains and stuff on you. Yeah. Heart. Question: um, Is it still deception if you earnestly do not believe it to be harmful? <laughs> um, I'll allow persuasion. I'll take persuasion. Well, grenades, what were you? But they're harmless. Yeah. What are you? What I mean, it, it depends. What are you 
Uh, I have a coat full of things. That's <laughs> um, if the way that they're looking at it, they they are. Uh, you get the vibe that they're looking for weapons. They're not looking for items. They're looking more for weapons. Um, cool. So and yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. Then you know, coyly put down my toothpick. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And two of them. Um, uh, one, one last uh, request. Um, and Nadar walks up between uh, Corvus and Jonah. Um, out of um, res- respect for the, the other um, folks of, of my kin, um, may, may, we, may we take your boots um, to, to store as well. Uh, they, uh, the others will get jealous and they may attack you. I know your fancy footwear would screw you over. They can choose to attack, and I will defend myself as such. <laughs> Corvus, you really should just oblige. You had to ask when I was Jonah, didn't you? I'm... Of course, yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> cool. Corvus, uh. the, the, the ground's really soft. Until you step upon a trap, a spike, a bramble patch. Oh no, the brambles annoy that. Um, the the um, uh, ground is perfect. Uh, Relcath ensures it. Art is gonna walk over to uh, Corvus and sit down on the ground and then start unraveling the foot wrap from his foot. It's maybe not quite the same, but. Better than nothing. Oh, um, th- those are fine. Those are those are not boots. And then Corvus will undo the buckles to the boots, um, revealing like scars all along, like from his feet all the way up his legs. And then we'll take the wraps and start to wrap his feet to cover. Okay. They. Jordan. May smell slightly of soot. Jonah just has the, the pastiest Ichabod crane legs you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Alright, so they um, they take your boots. They bring them in the back with all the other stuff. Um, uh, Finnara, Nadar kind of taps you. Um, um, mm-hmm. your, your, your knife, miss. Oh, silly me, you know, absent mine. Uh, and then she's going to kind of like hike up her um, her dress on one side um, on her right leg. And then she's going to remove the dagger that was um, placed there and hand it over. Cool. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you're, you're, you're fine. Just want to make sure everybody stays safe. Uh, and they turn, uh, Nadar turns oh. toward. Oh, <laughs> forgot about these. And uh, Art's going to drop on the table a light crossbow and an interesting uh, curved piece of wood. Huh. Forgot okay. about those. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, thank you. Um, and then Nadar turns toward you, Perrin. Uh, how can a bard perform without having a little panache? You can, of course, keep your uh, your your ornamental uh, rapier 
Lord. Right, it's just Sorry. it's just to, so when I have to do the heroic stories, I I, I can pull it out and whip it around oh. and and be, mm-hmm. portray the hero that I am. I'm telling a story about And I promise, everybody loves parent stories. He's one of the best storytellers and singers around. Stop uh, it. Uh, 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 here, um, and Art's gonna fiddle with your uh, rapier with his tinkerer tools. Just a quick little ding, 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 ding. Uh, quick, uh, demonstrate. Um, absolutely. And and then, and he like reaches for the handle, and he just like real quick like drops down into like a very um like a michael flatley kind of like pose like on one like on one knee kind of like out um the hero struck down the mighty dragon and he was hailed across the lands as the greatest hero he never known what happens to the rapier uh with every flick that you gave it it gives a very you know hollywood swing Every every movement you make with it, love it, perfect. Oh. It's just it. He, he moves every time. first time he hears it. He just kind of like pauses and then it, it, he uses it as like an accent for like the th- the words that he says. And it's like swing, like in between each each phrase. Uh, Nadar is is just visually impressed. Uh, and Seika's, oh, you, you're for sure gonna. Pine's gonna be. Oh, Pine's gonna be so angry. <laughs> uh, but thank you. Um, I will make sure I uh, hold these specially. Um, is is there a name we may take this under? Um, sure. Uh, it's Perrin Hopesinger. Thank you. And write it down real quick and, and put it with your with your stuff. Um, no. Uh, Nadar, uh, you you can you can show him now. Uh, you can show him the way in, uh, and um, Nadar's. Oh yes, 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 right this way, uh, and brings you, like starts walking you guys toward the door, uh, or toward this giant like oaken or willow wall that's there. Um, Eden, Finara. Um, Jonah, what's your passive insight or passive per, uh, perception? And Corvus, what's your passive perception? Nineteen. Twenty-two. Nineteen, twenty-two. Uh, art? What's Art's passive? My passive? Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay, and, and Art. Okay. So the four of you, as you're walking by, hear uh, Seika in the background going, Oh my gosh, they really fell for it. Finally, I got a new pair of boots. And you can start hearing the, cl- the clicking uh, Corvus of your boots as the the um, the latches are now being opened and it looks like the this Eden, red Eden cap will is lean back. Oh. we'll get them back yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that Corvus will be really happy um, we'll get it back he'd make a lie we'll fix uh, it Ian make an insight check ooh that's a good one Okay, that is a 21. Uh, technically, Seika did not lie. False. Seika said, may I take your boots? Mm. And Corvus and Jonah both said, yes, you may, and gave up their boots. So those boots, as you would know, as your sisters have taught you, now belong to Seika. Yeah. Oh, Seika going to keep dies. that to 
Aiden's going to keep that to herself, uh, because inside she's like, oh shit. And we'll continue to walk, because Aiden very well knows the laws of the things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, um, at least so. with the, my crossbow, it's broken already, so... <laughs> How far away is this happening? Like, it's still only, like... Uh, you guys are, like, from, from that little alcove to where this wall is, is probably maybe about, like, 30, 40 feet. So hearing that, because um, Corvus never agreed. Corvus just took off the boots and they picked them up, which means, by definition, they were never handed over. Corvus is going to, hearing them saying that, goes to take his boots. Corvus! We got to I can't wait. I have to... Um, Mr. Gentleman, uh, we, we did hear what she said, uh, and it's a little, little tricksy. Um. My, my lady, oh, sorry, my lady, you didn't, you didn't explain to them the, the laws here, did you? No. Okay, well, um, in that case, uh, I, Seika, will do the duties as the fae that knows more about fae than a fae lady, apparently. Um, Excuse you. And Eden's eyes will begin to wash over black as the irises turn red. Make a, make a intimidation check. Okay, that's a natural 20 on the die for a minus one so than 19. Seika immediately shrinks and like is like peering over the edge. Maybe I did not tell them because I did not expect everyone to take things from them. Uh, are you are you using fancy words? Are you are you doing words? It was like... a turn of phrase. No, no, no. No, you have to be very careful what you say to them, because right. whatever it's. It... Jonah, your boots are gone. You agreed. They said, "May they take them?" And you said, "Yes," and you gave them your boots. Right, and I turn to the red cap. Listen, it's clear that you know that we are not from here, and you it's are kind of, of you. You, you're kind of obliged to explain the laws of the place that you exist within. I understand that we're traveling with her, but like, you, it's, it's, you're it's, from here. It's it's fine. If they don't want to be hospitable to guests, then that that is that no, is their but purview. We were always taught at the end. Listen, you have to explain your policies straight up. You can't be keeping secrets I don't, and, I don't and people with don't it. understand but what's going on. But that is not how that works here. It, well, that's horrible hospitality. That's not even hospitality, right it's, there. It's, it's okay. It's I'm not. Legal. I'm not mad. It's it's fine. I, I lesson learned, and now it won't happen again. Well, I mean, thank you, Jonah. But I, and then he point. He doesn't even look at him. He just points to Corvus and just says, "This is an entirely different situation." Um, yes. Uh, so, um, Saika. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I believe that you entered a faulty contract in the fact that you did not explain how your laws work in these lands. Uh, I, while I understand that, um, while I did not receive verbal confirmation, the dropping of the boots were indeed uh, a nonverbal confirmation that they were relinquishing the property of said boots to me. 
so if you have any um, Complaints. Like, mm. You may talk Ooh. to Relcath himself. Then let for right now, I'm gonna enjoy it. And, and Seika like flips up and does a handstand. These and like is like just swinging their feet with Corvus's boots on the end. And when they flip back to being on their feet, the window closes. Well, and I, I, what is this window made of? Um, <laughs> Eden will like, like sees Corvus step. Look, we'll talk to Relcath and we'll get them back. And you'll see Corvus look at you. My mother made those for me. I promise we will get them back. Yes, right. Um, we also, and he kind of leans, he leans over to Eden. You, you did particularly say and request that anything we gave them would be returned. So there is that kind of subtext in the, in the contract of conversation here. I believe we have a leg to stand on. And he turns so, to Corvus and he says, I understand. If when you treasuring the things that your mother made you, if anyone. Also, Eden, you are now far and away the single most intelligent person in this group. Mm -hmm. So we are going to rely on you to sort of nip that sort of stuff in the bud and any kind of red flags that you get even if they're maybe not seen to fruition maybe just go ahead and tell one of us so that we can sort of collectively act on it because you are the brains of this operation it's your home and and as my brother parent just said um we we understand how much family belongings mean and we'll be make sure to help you Promise. I will try to say, uh, I have one last loophole to attempt to see if Corvus is right. Uh, when Corvus was handing over items, Corvus did distinctly say, however, I will keep my armor and my boots are armored. Just want to make sure I put every nugget in there we'll for later. Um, I promise we will talk to Relcap to get your stuff back. Kind of a mute point right now. Um, Nadar, are you leading the way? Oh yes. Um, sorry. And follows. They, uh, he walks up to this wall a bit bef before uh, I knock. Uh, is there a name that you would like me to introduce you as, lady? Eden of the Briar. Okay. Um. <clears throat> well, welcome, uh, Lady Eden, to. Uh, the Willowboro, uh, and they'll or he'll Nadar will bang on the door just thum, 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 three times, and you'll watch as the leaves kind of or the the branches like lift up, and as they do, the bark between the two or that's connecting the two trees starts to separate um, very very slowly, and as it opens, you can see a small, um, almost like a rolling hill but it's a staircase descending down with these really ornately um, almost like rose imbued um, railings on either side below you see a nice little glen of grass a small table uh, with a bunch of different cakes and pastries and things like that on it you see a corner over on one side where a gnome is shaking up and making uh, drinks of some sort uh, a small waterfall is falling up, falling off over the end, and like, there's a little veranda off to one side. Like it's a very little, quaint little place that is 
populated, as you can see, with quite a lot of people. Um, you can see off to one corner a group um, that almost looks goblinoid in nature. You're not quite sure. Uh, off to another, you can see um, Eladrin or these like almost elven um humanoids with different shades ones are like reds and oranges the others are greens and you know vibrant uh almost like vibrant purples and then you have ones that are almost colorless as if dawn dawned and covered in snow um you see um standing on the chair next to the cake table this satyr uh playing pipes and this is where this music is coming from this very just kind of soft um what is it? Uh, I think Peter Pan uses pan flute. There we go. Um, pan flute that's playing in, in the distance. Um, and when the doors open, they all kind of stop for a second and turn. And Nadar just kind of like, he's not wearing a whole lot. Like he has clothes on, but like none of it is really good. And he's like trying to make himself look presentable real quick. And <clears throat> uh, my lords and ladies, uh, Lady Eden of the Briar. Uh, and party. And he just kind of motions for the six of you to make their way down. I will walk in uh, beside Eden, um, just strumming away, uh, playing the lute. And uh, around me are um, cherry blossom petals. Anara's going to take um, the tail end of the group. Um, she's going to be kind of observing and trying to actually lip read different conversations depending on the table, the groups. Okay. Uh, make a perception check for me. And then remind me what languages you know. I know common, and I think elvish is one of uh, them. Halfling. Dwarvish, goblin, halfling. Wow. But like if anyone, yeah. <laughs> a lot. That is a nat 20, and then are, are we adding, you said perception? Perception. That would be 25. 25, noted. Give me a second. Um, do a performance check for me, Perrin. For the for, for just playing as you're walking down. And then Eden, did you have something? Yeah, so Eden will absolutely, as he says Eden of the Briar, like, she's absolutely, like, scanning the room kind of to see people's responses. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, go ahead yeah. and give me a perception. Uh, you don't know, no, not perception. Insight. This is an okay. insight check. You're reading people. Okay. Okay, that's the same thing. It's an eighteen. Eighteen. All right. So we'll go around in a circle. Eight. Um, Fenara, looking around, uh, you see way off. Like you can make out bits and pieces of people speaking in common. Um, more of like like who who are these like who are who are these man like uh like material worlders like type like like these people from the material plane coming in here and like just walking in here with a title like that um the group of those very colorful and bright like the multicolored elves that you you saw are all uh you don't know what language they're speaking um but by the looks on their faces they they kind of have like a Oh, and they're, also they're too, I know, certain. I know little bits of in pieces of Infernal. Of Infernal, so they are not. Yes, speaking. I've been learning. Good, they're not speaking Infernal, unfortunately. Uh, but but yeah, you can you can kind of pick be, bits and pieces. A lot of conversation are like, 
who are these new new people? These but people nothing seem pertaining to Eden. Nothing pertaining to okay. like to to Eden directly uh, that mm-hmm. you can see. The goblins um, are speaking what you can tell to be goblinoid or, or, or goblin. Um, there are some offshoots where like there are words you don't quite understand or can't quite can't make out, but they are particularly interested in art. It seems like. Um, and, and for reference, um, these guys have a little bit more of a, um, like their coloration is, is like art is, is typical, like the yellowy green. Um, but they are more of like the olive, like almost what you guys would recognize as half work, like deep olive greens, um, almost some purples. Um, there are smaller goblins that are, or goblinoids that are like arts size but then you can see a handful that are standing a little bit bigger broader chested um a couple heads taller than their smaller companions um perrin your performance check 22 22 22 22 yeah absolutely beautiful to the point where uh the satyr who you can easily identify as pine just flat out stops playing their pan flute like mid playthrough and just go like do i see them did i see do i see them oh yeah it's very visible like he's standing on top of a a chair very like just out there and just flat out just stops and like the pan flute drops a little and they're just they're not glaring at you but it's kind of like who's this asshole that's playing in my bar type of the the cherry blossom petals stop as I, uh, I literally hurl the loot around my back with like so it, it kind of like just sticks to my back as I like throw it around and I immediately like in a hot minute just pull up the pan flute and start playing the pan flute instead, um, and I am I am going to create a fucking mess here tonight folks and it is going to be juicy uh, you watch as he's staring at you and his my, his eyes go to like oh who's like who's this guy who thinks he can come to just straight up like the pan flute slips from his hand he's like oh, and he starts stumbling and like actually i'm gonna roll for it die i'm giving away that was a four he like is going to stumble and, and just completely just eat shit as the the uh chair tips over and he falls to the ground and kind of does like a little roll uh before kind of like just getting up and like slicking his hair back real quick and um i'm i'm fine i'm fine don't don't you worry uh i'm everything's all right uh and just kind of puts his pan flute away and walks over to the bar uh eden with a 18 um you notice that there's an individual off over by where the waterfall is. There's like a small, um, oh my God, what's it called? Gazebo near the waterfall. Um, but there's an individual when he hears, um, hears your name is like, they're audibly looking and tracking you and their body language is very like, keep an eye on this person. Um, they're wearing a kilt, uh, with, red and green and yellow tartan um a very simple like tunic like this kind of shirt like linen shirt over it 
they have a belt on one hip. They're carrying a what looks to be a short sword, and on their back they have a quiver of arrows and longbow. The hair is like this really like thick auburn hair that goes down past past the top of the shoulders. Art. Sorry. No, you're wrong. Oh, okay. Um, just uh, for the sake of curiosity, uh, do I happen to recognize any of the goblins that we're seeing as we go into this room? Uh, these are goblins, like, uh, tribally or, like, clan-wise, because, you know, you, that's how mm. you've grown up. Uh, you haven't seen another group of goblins that look like these. Okay. Ever. ever. Uh, Jonah. Alright, so Jonah will sense the apprehension in Eden, uh, and I will hook my arm sort of under hers, and uh, you know, lean in. It's been forever since I've been to a party. Let's go. And I'll sort of make a beeline straight for uh, the sort of cake table. Um, and I just, you gotta look like you belong, even if you, even if you're nervous, right? Just get a feel for the room. This is much prettier than where I'm from. It's lovely. It doesn't look like they're eating pinkies. So let's try some cake. Uh, hey, Art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's that table over there. They, they're, they kind of look, kind of like distant cousins, you know, as far as like goblin-ish, you know. Um, they seem to be really interested in you, like they were like whispering. I couldn't make out everything. Some, some bits and pieces here and there, but at least they seemed to to really take a liking and shining to you. Well, I don't know about that. I, they're different than anyone else like me that I've ever seen. They, well, they're, they're, they're not quite like me. They're different. Yeah, that's what I was, uh, you know, like distant cousins, you know, kind of not necessarily the same, but there was a little bit that they were speaking that sounded familiar. Um, just, I don't know. I couldn't figure out everything, but just be aware that some people are watching you Familiar well. how? Well, uh, picking up the language, I mean. Hmm. 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 Well, I'll uh, keep keep my eyes out and ears. Hmm. <laughs> Nadar. Um, yeah. Yes, where lady. Where's Relcath? Um, Rel, Rel, uh, Relcath is um, <laughs> uh, kind of everywhere, uh, my lady. Uh, whether or not. He they actually show up is a completely other thing. Uh, this home, the, the borough, um, is a way station for any of our kind who need rest and respite uh, from the material world. I'm we not were gonna invited. lie, it's kind of nice. But we were invited to a party so that she can meet somebody who may or may not ever be here? Oh, I'm sure uh, Relcath will make his presence known in time. Uh, I 
cannot speak for him, nor will I ever. Uh, his power is above anything I can comprehend. Uh, and I know, like, half the alphabet, so... Yeah. Do you... Should we be apprehensive about the cake? Should I know anything as a human, as an outsider, before I go eat? No. Um, stay away from anything that's... Well, not the cake, but stay away from um, things that are really bright or really colorful or look poisonous. Um, we have, have a lot higher, higher tolerance than, than you folk do. <laughs> and, and, he, and he points over like right on the edge of the pool there's like two humans just sitting there like kicking and splashing in the water yeah they're high as kites right now um, that's really funny did, did they eat the blossoms too? Uh, they, they eat the blossoms and then when those didn't have an effect they decided to eat the mushrooms I, you know Pine told them it was a bad idea but y you know humans they don't listen one time and then he like eyes it. as soon as he says that he like looks directly at you jonah and it's just like jonah's smarter than that but one time i don't know when in alberton right that's what they no, say no, no, do, do, do that. um bella she was like trying to have fun because we were bored one day and she was like do you want to have fun and so she let this wandering human into the briar and he ate one and it was really funny because he ran around in circles for like six hours Well, I'm I'm actually not really that much for food. It's really beautiful. But that actually does sound kind of interesting. You should probably eat the food. I don't really I don't eat. know if you... De definitely don't do it on an empty stomach. Yeah, that's a bad idea. I don't know. Art is uh, wolfing down. Um, I, I, have to, I have to go, though. If you need anything... That's, that's um. Okay. Just, like, scream red cap at the top of your lungs, and myself or one of my associates will come and help you. Okay. Uh, hey, oh, oh, did, you, did you say that there are people like you here? Um, my fella said that that's where you came from. People like you came from. Like, like a long time what? ago. Like, the, I heard stories that like little green people like you and then she like touches the, his pointy ears uh they've said that like sort of like people like you came from kind of like other fae like long time ago oh i uh guess i Maybe didn't really it's look true i don't know <clears throat> never really looked too much into my history i guess I'm, I'm always i spend too much time looking forward i don't typically look at the past i don't remember the past Twice. much But that's oh, uh, uh -huh. they, they they seem interesting. Mm -hmm. They they do everybody here seems really interesting. There's a lot more people here, um, than where I'm from. Um, it's a little different than what I'm used to. But it's like, surprisingly familiar. not as fey as I anticipated. If I'm being this, honest, this is very. Where I'm from, the ground is horrible, and pokey. But you're not allowed to wear shoes, and. Everything is dead, and there's just a few bars, but this is much nicer, this is more colorful, and well, I mean, 
you know, if, if they need to add a little bit more color, I mean, you're here. You, you make pretty things. Thank you. That's why there are pretty things where I'm from. Because it would make me sad. Looking around at everything and... Sometimes it was pretty, but it was always like a dream. You make your way down the stairs to the cake. If you guys already haven't, I would assume, yeah. because of our stuffed face that you've at least made it to the cake. Um, they, oh. they have... Yes, go for it. Um, Fanara is looking to see where Corvus is. Oh, yes, Corvus, what are you doing? Uh, Corvus is just following behind with a little bit of a distance, arms crossed and grumpy as hell. Um, Fanara's going to hang back, because she was already hanging back from the group to begin with when she was doing her lip reading. Um, Corvus? Mm. Are, are you doing a little bit better? We're still kind of sore. of this flower, and we are on a diversion that does not aid to our mission. My boots have been taken, and we are on a land that requires no need for us to be here. I can understand. It's it's. I thought that I would just have a normal sort of birthday, but it seems like it's a little bit more eventful for sure. But um, I really do apologize for your boots. Your mama made them, and I know that you must be really upset about it. But Eden did promise, and we did too. We're, we're going to do what we can. Um, even though it's a little bit of a, um, a detour, maybe, um, I don't know, this person, um, maybe we can try to get some information, or I, I don't know. I mean, they know, uh, it seems like they might know about the 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 plants and things so maybe we can kind of uh speed up the process and get something from them who knows as long as we can get the information we need and depart any further diversion is pointless i can understand that but um try not to be so down hmm my family heirloom has been taken by trickery when a member of our party decides not to divulge the functions of this place, encourages me to follow them. The only person I blame is our little companion, Eden, for being the one to push me to remove my boots. Well, I, I have a feeling that she had a really good reason for that. I think that she knows more about the people here than we do in their customs and I, I think she was trying to protect us i know that you're sore about it the whole thing but i really don't think that she meant any harm and i do think that she really will make sure that you get your items back especially your boots sure but how much do you truly know of her potential we not notice the dark tidings that breed within her flesh well Mama always taught me to, to try to believe the best in people, even though sometimes she didn't listen to her own advice. But I don't know. I, I think there's more to Eden. Yes, there, there could be some, I don't know, darkness, as you say. But I think that the good outweighs the darkness, the light in her. I see it. Perhaps. Either way, I foresee this detour to go longer than it needs to 
Well, it's gonna take longer if you keep on moping about back here. Let's hurry up then. Yeah, if you, uh, if you keep moping around, you won't have any fun. And the best part of this place is the fun. And you can see kind of like floating right off your shoulder, Fenara, um, this little tiny winged humanoid. Just uh, kind of like hovering right next to you. She's got like this to tell you that it's a little rude to be uh, floating around randomly near somebody's ear like that? That's a sign of affection. I, I mean, yeah, but you're new, um, and you're, you're, you're interesting, and, well, um, I don't know about y'all, but it's, uh, it's time to get a drink, and she, like, this, this little fairy, she look like? fairy, yeah, she's this little fairy lady that has long, flowing brown hair that goes to about, like, right above her butt. Uh, she's wearing this like little tiny dress uh, made of leaves and almost like um, the longer haired version of the chick from Fern Gully. Uh, and she's come, come on. Um, uh, uh, Travis makes the he, he's our he's our gnome friend. He makes the the best uh, he makes the best smoothies, and they have this little hint of of alcohol in them. Like you barely even taste it. Well, before we get to that, um, I believe that we're in need of proper introduction. Uh, what's your name? Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm Thea. Nice to meet you. I'm Fenara. Fenara nice, Vidar. Nice to meet you, Fenara. And, and uh, what, what is, what's your name, dark broody person? You ask my name. It is not for you to need to know. I do not trust questions in this land now. Oh, and it would okay. be at precisely that moment that Art would walk right up to Corvus. Corvus, do you want some of this cake? It's delicious. I will pass on the cake. The things of this land are of trickery. I shall not partake in any of their deceit. Suit oh, yourself. It's not deceitful, it's just very literal. Hmm. I find that using the literal sense of terms is just as deceitful as stringing words in a poetic fashion. Oh, so you're telling me and the rest of us that you're not adaptable. That's what you're saying. Oh, that's a bad quality to have in a teammate. Corvus is... Corvus is... Stuck in his ways, it sounds like. Perhaps this is going to be good for you, Corvus. Learn how to adjust when you when you're faced with something you're not used to. Completely respectable. Though. I mean, he's been doing everything on his own forever, and all of a sudden he's thrust into a situation where. I mean, he's going to. I I understand here, Jonah. We we should at least enjoy ourselves briefly before. Meeting, I guess. Listen, I am the only one that's really sort of Let's go find Jonah. in immediate danger, Come but on, I'm just Jonah. glad to be around people. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jonah, what are you? Oh, you. okay, you're still with the group. Eden, okay. Art, do you want to come with us? Ben? Anyone? We We're just, find a we can talk to people and socialize for the first time in forever. Well, do you know when this meeting is going to be taking place? I feel they have like no the more, idea. I feel like the more we interact, with people 
the more likely Rilkath is going to show up. So we just continue to mingle, is what you're saying? I'm saying you're a performer. Go do it. And Corvus, you know, the mushrooms make people really happy. Oh, you know, I, also, you should know <laughs> that it's it's okay if uh, you don't always understand people. I have trouble understanding people sometimes, too. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's just been a rough day for him. I a lot to take promise. in. And, and I, I promise I'll get your boots back. I told them that they had to give back everything we left with them. I said that forth before. I don't wish to partake in these festivities for the simple fact that I would love to complete my job, get back to the Academy, therefore the Collective, and then be on my way. All right, and I, I get all of that. that. I am in a predicament myself, but th this is when we need self-care the most, okay? Like, and if you- And it's Finn's birthday, do it for Finn. I don't Whoa. know what the birthday is, but it sounds like something everyone wants to celebrate. There is cake. It looks delicious. It is delicious. I've already snuck some off of art because there's like a whole fees on his forehead. Fine. Then enjoy the festivities. We'll take our time enjoying this while those oozes continue to spread wherever they are across while we wait instead of finding the objective to help deal with it. No, drink, eat, celebrate while others suffer, of course. That's the pleasures that people want to have. I like him. He's fun. And uh, I'm going to go off and go and play my music. <laughs> All right. So you go off, start playing your music. Um, Fenara, are you going off to do your, um, to, to grab a drink with your new fairy friend? Um, I'm going to head over um, to where she's kind of at. Um, but kind of as she leaves, she she's kind of looking towards Corvus, like kind of concerned and she kind of just kind of bows her head and kind of goes in that direction. Cool. Art. Um, before uh, following Eden, uh, Art would like to, you know, since Corvus kind of towers over him, it would kind of be roughly probably around at like, you know, thigh or like, you know, calf level. Uh, uh, Art's just going to gently tap him on the calf at three different points. It's going to be okay. That is what they always want to try to push. Merriment and joy. I'm not opposed to it. However, people are depending on our actions. Yet people want to enjoy revelry. This is how souls get lost. Lives get forgotten. Well, but also, life is short, so eat cake. If only life was short. I have lived more times in this one life than centuries of generations. That sounds like it should be more lives filled with cake. You are I think what he's one. trying to say is, and I can speak from experience, if saving everyone means losing yourself, it may not be worth it.
Frankly, I'm not here for merriment. You don't even begin to understand why I'm here. And Eden will stomp off. <laughs> Which is also kind of your fault. We need to talk. And as you go chasing after Eden, you all start divvying up and doing what you're doing. Corvus is... Uh, brooding, brood, brooding, like... brooding frame looming over the, this Fey party. That's where we're going to go on break. Uh, everybody, make sure you put the word, I swear to God, I will murder barefoot. all of you. Barefoot, B-A-R-E-F-O-O-T. Please do it so I can give you this beautiful D20. Pink and gold This D20. Eden-esque d20 from umbral oculus dice um we are going to take like a 10 minute break we'll be back in a few uh go refill your cups and the adventure will begin again shortly (laughs) hi guys stuck in there they only caught the second half of that because I unmuted myself first. You just have to jiggle it a little bit. Oh my god, we're still on the joystick. That's really nasty. Shake it once, that's fine. Twice, it's okay. Three times, playing diesel. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, and on that note, uh, the party is yours. Uh, there are a menagerie of uh, humanoid creatures of all shapes and sizes all over the place. Um, you, off to one side, you have the gnome who is currently bartending. Um, you have, um, your, and sitting there, you have the satyr bard, uh, off to the corner or off by this little pool with the waterfall. You have your two humans tripping out while over by the gazebo that's on the opposite side of that pool. Um, you have this broody, um, not broody, but like this like teenage-looking kid in a kilt. Um, fully decked out. He's the only one here fully like that has weapons on him or on them. Um, and then you have your little goblin pack that are off to one side. You have... Um, you can see that there are tents set up that a little bit farther down the glen. Uh, and there are people walking back and forth. The Eladrin are starting to shift and move. A couple half, uh, not halflings, uh, a couple elves make their way over and are like kind of casually eating or like picking up some food here and there, going to grab drinks. Uh, this is very much kind of like a like mixer type vibe. People are just kind of flocking from one group to the next, interacting. The red caps are coming by with hors d'oeuvres and like little trays of champagne or like getting orders for people who who are you know too inebriated or too lazy or too powerful to to really want to do it themselves uh but the the stage is yours and yeah i'm gonna give it oh first eden um shit god damn it i had the one thing in my head yeah um oh uh god damn it oh okay so you uh the one thing you pick up with your passive, with your observant, because you're observant as well, so you can see and read and hear shit like no other person in the history of the world can. Um, the one thing that you pick up is a the group of 
you would know these to be Eladrin in very hushed tones. Uh, uh, all these folk from the Briar are making me uneasy. And another one says, it, It's been a while since the Hallowed has been mentioned. The courts aren't going to like this. The the one in the the one in uh, the more winter right the the winter Eladrin is she isn't going to like this especially given their history and that's what you pick up. Eden's face will kind of go blank as they're walking, uh, as she is kind of making her way towards the person in a kilt. Because he eyeballed. And Eden wants to know why. Um, cool. So you make your way over. And at this point... Hang on, I'm checking one thing. Thank you, Renee. Um, you know what you did? Yes, thank you. Uh, but no, you make your way over, and uh, this individual just kind of turns to you and, can I help you? Well, I noticed you were staring earlier, and it kind of looked like recognition. I mean, I mean, yeah, and you watch as the, the individual, like, puts her boots up on the uh, table, sits back down. I mean, I, I recognize the name. Uh, not many people have of the Briar in the back. How do you know my name? I don't... Well, everybody knows of the Briar. Really? <laughs> oh. You're that... E Ooh, you're that Eden. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. What do you mean, that Eden? Um, yeah, they're looking for you. I think you already know that, but they're looking for you, your sisters. They're not really... Wisteria's here. What? Yeah. She's been talking with Ralkath, like, all day. Oh, I'm, I'm Riverwind, by the way. Nice, nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So who are you to know all of this? <laughs> oh yeah, I forget. You're eating as a briar. Um, I'm one of the middlemen. I'm kind of like Relcath in a way, except like I'm really not. Um, I'm technically part of the Unseelie. Uh, officially, unofficially, uh, you know, Riverwind, the changing, the changing flow of air that. Is constantly moving oh. through the Feywild. Um, yeah, Bella had some. Th oh, you could say like it's saying their name. Bella, you're not gonna do shit here. She's not gonna get in here without Relcat's permission. Honestly, he's her least favorite. So I mean, she has said but, stories about you. I mean. There should be stories about most of us. We all have a purpose in the Feywild. I mean, even... Even, uh... Even Lyran had one. Way back when. 
I totally know what it is. Good. What is it? So why are you here? What's your business? Like, what do you want? We're looking, we're looking for flowers. There's oozes taking over a town, and we were trying to find the flowers so that we could help the people. Okay, well, come in. Why I'm helping humans, but these ones that I'm with are really nice. Well, coming to Ralkath is definitely the good choice. That was smart of you. Obviously. He's Absolutely. like this giant plant thing, and you know, plants can grow plants. So, do you think he'd be willing to? So, quick question. Um. So, Wisteria's here, and she's talking to. Did they mention if they're trying to take me back? Uh, it wasn't fully. Like, I don't. I'm allowed in a lot of places because I'm technically part of the court, but like people don't trust me. Uh, kind of go back and forth. You know, winds are changing all. Uh, but I, I was pretty... I don't think they were looking for you. They said something about uh, the barrier breaking. I didn't really catch up the whole thing. Honestly, I'm just here because this is a place that I can drink for free. Uh, and, you know, they, they don't really let me drink a whole lot at the Briar. Or not the Briar, at the, the, the courts. So... That makes sense. No, I mean, Relcath is your best bet, I would imagine. Um, Wisteria's here, but she can't really touch you because Relcath is like the true neutral god of this all Feywild or something. Um, and anywhere that he creates a domain is typically non hostile for members of the opposing court. See over there? And he points to the Eladrin. You know, the, the, the winter and the, the, the spring would be at each other's throats by now. It's because this place is, is almost I, like hallowed ground. I overheard them saying that the people from the like the briar were making them uneasy. I mean, if a... Is that because of... Because of Liren? I mean, yeah. If a bunch of people who worked for an archfey that no longer is really fey, that would explain it. And they're not... So they're not like me. They're not... I mean, they're fey, but, like, they're fey in the sense that, like, elves are fey. Or, like, that goblin over there, and he points to art, is fey. But, like, they're not really fey like you or me are. So, they won't... At the risk of sounding stupid... You're, prob you're probably gonna. I probably also shouldn't trust you either. Oh no, 100%. Like I said, winds a change. I'll stab you in the back the second I get a chance. Yeah, but they won't tell me what... I don't know... Why... Why is Liren stuck? Yeah, that's not my... Uh, not my thing. I know he was... She was kicked out. That's about it. Um, every positive... Their every interaction I had with Liren was positive. That's all I gotta say. So when you when you see him eventually, just just let him know that the Riverwind, good vibes. Mm -hmm. I'll be sure to tell him, and tell him that you threatened to stab me in the back. You, uh, he would. Okay, fair. He's rather defensive. Me? No, Liren. I. I mean, exiled Archfey, I would be too. That's 
Listen, I can't get back to my home. I'm sitting duck here. Understood. Well, I guess thank you. Do you know how to get a direct route to talk to real cast by chips? Um... Have you tried talking to the trees yet? I didn't think about that. I mean, he is like a giant tree person. Good point. Well, thank you. I've already forgotten your name. You have a good day. Mm-hmm. You too. Of the briar. <laughs> and he yeah. sees that and it's just like, Wisteria! Gotcha. And just like just laughs off to himself, like just drinking one hand and yeah. <laughs> She's like walking back over to Art and Jonah. <laughs> Assumingly yeah. eating cake and mushrooms. Okay. Jonah is mingling like a mother. Since Eden didn't tell him anything, he is talking to everyone, trying to acquire all of the knowledge that he can of this Do place. It. Yes. And, and everything. Okay. Um make a Make a check that you think would be appropriate for whatever you're trying to do. Okay. There's, there's a couple that I have in mind, but I want to see where your head goes while he's doing that. Art. Did, was the conversation between Thea and Corvus within earshot of Art? Oh, yeah, 100%. Great. Like, you you guys were, I would imagine you were tailing Eden at this point. Yes, no, no, no. The reason why I ask is because if uh, Art had overheard something about an al alcoholic smoothie, uh, that's immediately what he is rushing off to grab. Okay. Um, at the bar, you see this little, you know, and, and uh, Fenaro's over there as well. The fa Your fairy friend, Thea, is over there. Um, the satyr bard that was playing, all pine, all just kind of drinking, hanging out, having a good time. Um, you walk up, and this little little gnome, uh, hey, uh, goblin buddy. How can I help you? What do you need? Smoo uh, just out of curiosity, uh, what language is he speaking right now? Common. Okay. Uh, I'm going to instinctively uh, speak to him in Gnomish, and I'm going to... Uh, oh, um, I, I, I heard that you had a, a, a smoothie with a alcohol in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what type of flavors do you want? Because I can do any motions, and he's got, like, every fruit imaginable. Uh, 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 what, what, what combinations would work well together? Uh, if I combine, no. But if I, uh, 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 all of them? Hey, can I get the, I need my mixings of holding. Yep. Uh-huh. And then, like, out from under, like, out from a group of trees, this red cap comes running out with, like, this giant brewer's kit of stuff. Like, slams it down onto the table. All right. And he just kind of shuffles. Travis starts shuffling, like, one of everything in. Turns, shakes it up. Uh, grabs, like, a bottle of what looks like rum. And just kind of does a couple real heavy pours into it. Closes it, shakes it back up again. Pours it into a nice little, like, one of the, um, oh my gosh, uh, the, the ones that you get when you go to, like, tiki bars and stuff. The, like a highball? No, not a highball. The one that, like, has, like, the, the bigger bottom, but then it, like, loops up. 
like the, the tropical margarita drink. Glass? Yeah, margarita. Yeah, margarita I don't glass. drink margaritas, so I, I should have figured that out. Yeah, puts it in a giant margarita glass. Uh, and you haven't been to Margaritaville? To what? I've, no, I've never Jimmy been to Listen, it's 5 o'clock somewhere except the Feywild where time doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, and slides it over. All right. Uh, tell me what you think about that. And uh, I try it. What does it taste like? <laughs> Um, actually, I should probably roll a performance check for this guy and see how he did. That was out of the tray. What, what does the flavor of every single fruit imaginable combined together taste like? Um, have you ever have you ever um, tried every single soda together at like McDonald's or something, or at like Wendy's where you do all of the flavors of every flavor? Swamp you know, water, yeah, baby. I, yeah. I have seen so many people do that, but I have never actually experienced this myself. Oh, you missed out. <laughs> I'd like to attack Art. <laughs> <laughs> Roll with advantage, and you get sneak attack. Um, you know what? No, it's no. okay, Eddie. Um, but it, it, so you get, it's almost layered in a weird way. You have your little bit of a sweet, and then you get hit with tart. And then it's followed up with this almost like smooth, like um, uh, like milky flavor, like texture and flavor. Uh, followed up by another like, it, and you, it just kind of mixes. You know, you got your banana, you got your dragon fruit, passion fruit, right? You you get a little bit of that like hint of watermelon. Uh, you don't taste a single drop of the rum, uh, arguably because it, there's so much fruit, but. It's just you're getting hit from all different angles with, you know, fruit flavors. Um, I am going to be so excited by this stimulation of all these various flavors coming together that I will likely be uh, sucking this in at a rate that I will probably get brain freeze. Yeah, roll a constitution saving throw. Do that for me. We'll see. Sure, sure. Uh, Constitution, that's a 15. 15. Oh, uh, yeah, no, you're fine. I'd say you're fine. Um, 15 is <gasps> a solid roll. You, like, you get it, and you feel it, and you immediately go, up, oh, tongue to the roof, and you, like, shove your tongue to the roof of your mouth to negate the effects of your... Yeah, it, immediately upon uh, experiencing the brain freeze, I'm going to do the only logical thing that I can do and try to uh, down more to be able to combat the effects of the brain freeze, because clearly that's how you fight brain freeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me a second one. <laughs> oh, a second con saving throw, I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was... <laughs> Sorry. I, thought you I was like, that's a That was the most, like, just, like, suspenseful <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, is, what's is it a one? one? What happened? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, synthetic 20, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are... If anything, this has emboldened you to drink as many of the smoothies as possible. And, like, you finish the first one, and as you're finishing the first one, he's already readying up a second one for you. This has got to be the best thing I've ever tasted. Oh, Art, I didn't know you were over here. Are you Are you trying one of the smoother things? Here, uh, try this. Wait, wait, did you get the house special? Wait, what was the house special again, uh, Thea? Uh, it was, um, uh, there, it was passion fruit 
with a hint of coconut milk in it. Oh, yeah, it's really delicious. All right, do you want to try mine and I'll try yours? Uh, sure. All right, okay. And uh, Fanara will sip, but also too, too enthusiastically, where she also took its brain freeze because they've been downing me. All right, go ahead and give me a... Oh my gosh, this is where the night comes. <laughs> give me a constitution saving <laughs> I will I say, at some point, eventually when Eden walks in from that conversation, sees people getting brain freezes, brooding, talking, and probably playing a pamphlet, Eden's probably just going to wander off. Noted. That was only an 11. An 11? Yeah, you 100%, like, brain frozen over, can't think. Yeah. Ow! Ow! Dang it! Oh, that that happened to me, oh. too. Just, just, just drink it faster. It makes well, it feel better. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Constitution. She goes for the other one. <laughs> Saving throw with disadvantage, because you currently have brain freeze. Oh, okay. Uh, that one was better. It was 14. <laughs> that was with disadvantage? Yeah, I rolled oh, a 12 snap. both times. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So, you apparently, I didn't know this was a thing that actually worked, but apparently <laughs> now it's canon that if you get brain freeze, you just keep chugging whatever you're drinking, and the brain freeze will go away. Also, thank you for the raid. Big boss was tech. How you doing, my friend? Welcome, Raiders. Welcome to the Red Hair Inn. I am your innkeeper and dungeon master, Logan Hanley, accompanied by all of my amazing players. We are playing some D&D 5e, um, and we are currently at a Feywild meet and greet. Drinking alcoholic smoothies. Yeah. Drinking alcoholic smoothies, where when you drink more smoothie, your brain freeze goes away. Oh, I can't believe that worked. I'm going to have to remember that. Hmm. It doesn't taste like alcohol at all. No, not at all. Like, how did they do it? It's like some, I mean, it's obviously magic, right? Uh, it has to be. I mean, well, I mean, I, 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 I've heard, you know, Dad used to say that, you know, uh, cooking is kind of like alchemy. And I guess the same logic must apply to, you know, barkeeping too. And it is a kind of form of magic in its own right. Wait, did oh you know I never really asked about your parents or your family. Oh well, uh, what what do you want to know? Oh I don't know. Like um, tell me a little bit about them and and maybe you know um, I don't know something interesting that you guys used to do together things like that. Oh well um, we uh well I was raised in a Finkeltug um by my dads and uh well th they they both had their, their their strengths in various ways you know uh uh one of them was a bit more on the uh, inventive side and uh you know that's kind of where i got a lot of uh mm. my my knowledge from I, I really liked uh learning from them a lot they were they were very helpful in trying to get me to hone in on uh what i was capable of and i, I learned so much from them why did you mm. I, I don't know if you mentioned this before. You said, were. Oh, 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 uh, yeah, I, uh, well, I left home because, uh, I had something I had to work on and it wasn't something I wasn't going to be able to do while staying there. I mean, it's technically, this wasn't my first home. It was my second home, but, it, it, but they, uh, they, they made it a really nice place for me and, uh, you know, I, I I spent a lot of time reading. I, I I learned a lot while I was while I was with them. 
oh, you're really smart and you you combine all sorts of things and, and contraptions and such. So I'm sure they're really proud of you. Yes and no. I mean, I I I think they I think they were. They uh, I, I know that there were times I didn't always make things easy for them. You know, by being the the go the the goblin living with the gnomes. You know. <laughs> oh, they were gnomes. That's why you were you were able to speak the same language as the bartender. I oh, noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old habit. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, my my dads are uh gnomes, and uh, they were the ones who uh. Who taught me what I know? Do you miss them a lot? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. It was a, uh, the thing I think really missed most was a, uh, I, I really, really liked uh, working on the, the honeycomb with, uh, with my other dad. They were uh, really excited when we finally got to put those together. It was nice being able to, to keep the bees. Well, as long as they weren't stinging you, these things are the worst. Yeah, but it makes really, really good honey. That's how I, that's how I was able to make that, uh, that, um, that cage that I put on, wait, which one were they at the time? Was that, was that Ripley or, I, I'm losing track at this point. Yeah, honestly, I, I gotta start taking better notes so I can keep track and they all have their different personalities too. So it's a little bit hard to keep it, keep track of everything. I wonder if there's more. I think there are. At least, I think he mentioned that before. But I love guess we'll find out soon enough. Love, yeah, I'd love to keep an eye out. I'd, I'd love to meet the other ones. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that we got to talk a little bit and get to know each other better. What yeah. is my brother up to? What is, what is her brother up to? Uh, so I am like the center of attention if, if if there are conversations but i am like smack dab in the middle of, a, of everything you're like and i am i am going hard as a motherfucker on this pan flute right now and if, like i am if you thought kenny g was a whiz on the saxophone you ain't never seen anyone hit a pan flute like parent hope singer does um and it is it is mystifying. It is ex like it, like exuberating. It is fantastic. There will be children conceived to this music. So, um, um, okay, cool, noted. That's exactly what your brother's doing. You see him oh rocking out goodness. on his pan flute. Well, I guess he can't help being tiring. I mean, I am really proud of my brother. He, he He's quite the performer. It's really impressive. I wish, I wish I could do the same thing. I'm not really that good at playing instruments and such, but I really yeah, enjoy watching. It's not my strong suit either. I, I, I would really love to be able to learn how to make those, those wonderful sounds that he makes. I mean, that, that too, that is another form of magic. Just the way that he's able to just create those different sounds and different resonances and it just somehow makes something that's just really appealing to listen to. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, 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 I cannot replicate that. No. I try to do it once with, you know, when you fill glasses up and then you put different amounts of water and then you go like this on the top of them and then you try to make the different notes. 
I sort of am not that bad at doing that. But you need lots and lots of glasses and you gotta like make sure the water amount is, is just right and that the pitch is I kinda I, lick your finger a little bit and go like that. I I did try to do that once uh too in in my dad's kitchen. Um that that that, that didn't end well. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, all the different liquids you guys use, I'm sure it's it's a little bit more dangerous than uh, it, it, just water in the, in the glass. It, it, it took me a good week to get some of the shards out of the cabinets and out of my... <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> anyways. Oh, oh. Panning over to Jonah. Jonah, what'd you get on your roll? And what was it? Uh, that's a good question. Oh, it was uh, 25. And what, what so skill basically were you using? What I'm doing is um, kind of using Perrin as uh, sort of a catalyst. I am literally just going, I, if I got to cast Comprehend Language, great. I am flirting, I am dancing, I am bringing people drinks, and I'm just talking everybody up. And I am investigating um, both anything about the Briar, uh, and, and I will talk to Kilt boy and i'll talk to, i'm talking to everybody uh and just trying to find out information about this place about the fae about eden about anything because we know nothing <laughs> okay um yeah so you learn uh talking through a number of individuals uh you stop and talk to the wadron for a hot minute and they're like who like initially they're like who the hell is this human and you're like hey i know the guy playing music and like start like hey here's drinks and like start passing out drinks and they're kind of just vibing with you and picking up the, you know, parents killing it on the pan flute. Uh, and so that definitely helps. And you learn from them that this place, the Willow Burrow, is essentially a safe haven for Fae. Uh, it's also a place where there is a very, very strong tie with the Fae Wild itself. So some folks from the Fae, uh, from the Fae Wild can travel back, back and forth here. Uh, it's one of those kind of ley line areas. Um, talking to them and trying to poke into the briar a little, uh, the majority you get is just kind of scoffs, and then they're reminded that you also came here with Eden, and they shut down real quick. Um, the Eladrin aren't... They, they seem very standoffish in that regard. Uh, circling around to Riverwind, he's very open. Uh, the briar, he tells you just pretty much straight up, is this thing here on the material plane where uh, Liren, also known as the Hollowed, was uh, put after they were exiled from the Feywild. Uh, Liren was his archfey. Um, he honestly doesn't care. Eden pretty much said that he was going to tattle on, on him, so he's like, screw it. Doors are open. Um, he doesn't know much other than that, but he knows that Eden, along with her three sisters, Wisteria being one of them, um, who we mentioned is here, uh, are kind of like um, his worshippers, followers, pawns, depending on your interpretation or their interpretation or Liren's interpretation. He doesn't really know, but he knows that Archfey deal with, you know, the people under them pretty kind of um, what's the word I'm thinking of like they kind of just throw them wherever they want 
Uh, but Liren has a purpose, and Wisteria has to be here for a reason. Anything about uh, whatever the guy that runs the place? Relkath? He's yeah. pretty temperamental. He's pretty chill from the vibe that you get like circulating around. He doesn't show up very often to this, this central part, like this little grove area. But when he does, it's usually in times of conflict when people aren't behaving. Uh, he likes to maintain that this place is a safe haven. It is a place where people of all courts can come and reside and interact in a peace, uh, peaceable or peaceful manner and is known throughout the material plane and the Feywild for that kind of behavior. And the only other thing that I would be of interest in is, other than ourselves, because uh, I kind of understand, how long have some of these people been here? Um, he points to the humans. The humans have been there at least a month. Um, and they've been OD'd for three quarters of that. Uh, just continuously getting hopped up on Fey Wild goodies. Uh, the Forest Gnome works here. The Red Caps are part of Relcath's personal guards. Uh, there's a Leonin masseuse in the tent, and he kind of points. So, like, if you're sore or like you're, you know, you need any any knots worked out, um, Erebos is your your Leonin for that. Um, the Eladrin come and go as they please, and from the sounds of it, Riverwind isn't at all caring, nor does he seem to identify one Eladrin from the other. Uh, same with the elves. The goblins haven't left, and they've been here for like a solid six months. At this point, Riverwind is pretty sure that the Redcaps think they're just a nuisance. Um, eating all the food and like going out and picking little squabbles with people on the road or like settlements and like just being tricksy and then bringing whatever they get back with them. Okay. Uh, and when my sort of social battery is filled, I will go find Corvus. All right. Uh, make a perception check. Okay. And also, again, watching everybody be social, Eden's going to kind of go off towards a tree to go talk to a tree, thinking that's the smart decision. Um, skirting by the Eldrin and keeping an eye on the elves. When you move past the Eladrin, they all just kind of, they don't say anything to you, but they just are, are eyeing you very intently. Um, watching your mannerisms, your movement. The winter Eladrin in particular, and a couple of the autumn Eladrin have almost like these scowls or like grimaces on their face as you walk by. You know, I'm not... I'm not like the others. And then she'll walk. <laughs> they're like, they're about to say something, and then they were the, the one... Uh, Winter Lodger just kind of puts his hand on his butt and he's like, yeah, it's not worth it. Like, just chill. Um, but you go off to find your tree. Uh, real quick, Jonah, what was your perception? Mm -hmm. 23. 23. You spot, looking around, your social battery starting, starting to drain. You see Eden kind of go off into a darker grove or like a shadier grove of trees. 
and start to like kneel down and, and like prepare to kind of like hang out and talk to a tree. Um, and you watch that as Corvus is just kind of in the shadows, almost echoing her. No, not you. This is ATR from Spotify. Echo, no, shut up, shut off. <laughs> I can't say that. Do we word. need to make this like a bingo thing. No, like I just need to. I need to something. unplug it. I keep forgetting to unplug it whenever oh, whenever great. we're in session, and then I say that word that I will not say, and it activates. But no, um, Corvus is following Eden intently and sticking to the shadows. You are just barely able to make him out. Um, okay. Um, then I will kind of note if he's headed in her direction, then I will also head in that direction. Cool. Eden. One question. Yeah. Is, as, like, looking at the elves, does that stir anything in Eden? Oh, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, did you need a charisma saving throw? Sure. Yeah, give me one. Why not? Since you're... You, you asked for it. <laughs> Five? Uh, no, you don't, like... They're Is that a, a wisdom saving a throw, right? wisdom saving throw, correct. Okay, yeah, no. Five, no. Um, no, you don't get any, like, there isn't really a huge ping. Uh, and, and most of them, the elves are very kind of nonchalantly kind of just, like, not shrugging you off their cordial and say hi, like the actual elves. It's the Eladrin that are, like, hoity-toity, like, gotcha. holier-than-thou fey people. Um, charisma saving throw, Jonah, and then we'll go back to Eden. Uh, 14. 14. Uh, you feel something start to creep up. And you hear, and there's a lot of really interesting and powerful folk here. If I can only get close enough. And when he says close enough, your mind kind of flicks for a second. And then you hear, um, oh my god, the smart one. Kind of oh, a, Ripley. a Ripley, kind of like, oh, that's interesting, and like kind of push back for you mentally and push the uh, ooplex inside of you out of your mind for the time being. Eden, you go into this small clump of trees. What would you like to do? She will sit down in front of one of the trees, like facing it, and she will touch her, like palms to it and like the vines will come out of the palm of her hand and kind of just like wrap onto the tree a little bit and um so I'm we're trying to help a bunch of people and I was told you might have questions for me and um I kind of feel like I'm a lot of people know who I am and I don't even know um, that part and it's really weird talking to people that know more about me um, than I do um, but if you're around uh, real cat and Wisteria is not with you um, then we can talk about stuff if I don't have anything to hide you see out of the corner of your eye and Corvus and Jonah kind of following up, you see this as well. Uh, two trees almost make an, 
like the the leaves or the branches bow and almost make like an arch and where that arch forms you can see a door handle an, an intricate kind of almost brass door forming there you can open the door you open the door uh, it pushes in as you open it and you look in and it is this you're on top of a tree somewhere it's this office carved into the trunk of a tree you can see this kind of stained glass it's on the opposite end there's a small balcony there are books piled in every direction uh, everything is made of some sort of wood um, light lighter stain darker stain the desk itself is made of this really rich looking mahogany uh, and sitting behind that desk you can see this old man his beard covered in moss um, almost as if it is moss his face is dark and it takes you a second to realize that's not that's not skin that's bark uh, his eyes are inlaid with like what looked to be some sort of seed or acorn um, hair similar this kind of green mossy color hands kind of just folded across his chest a small glass in front of him you can see uh, a red cap off to one side just kind of head bowed and waiting and listening uh, Eden we've been expecting you and the chair opposite him which is a really high back chair turns and you can see this light green skinned human vines and trees her hair kind of a brittle a bristle of branches um, wearing this really elegant cloak and dress made of different style leaves wisteria turns around hello sister how are you Why do you look so afraid? Well, Hamlet kind of threatened me the other day. As is her way. Uh-huh. You know that. Um. She I can't. Go back, right? You will go back in time when it is deemed uh, worthy mm -hmm. and when you are called and feel ready. Um, Hemlock I... can't hurt you here, dear. That's good. Why do everybody know who I am? But... Oh. Well, come, come, sit, and Ralkath. We have much to discuss, little one. Um, if you indeed wish to know who and what you truly are. 
Do you wish to do this alone? That one's really nice. The other one's... I don't see Corvus, do I? <laughs> I just see Jonah. Uh, Jonah, as I've heard your name being proclaimed, mm, the broody one. That's Corvus. Corvus, you may enter. Corvus steps out. Are shadows. you really the whole... Jonah going to axe across. You are good. Okay. But yeah, I want to know. And they can hear. I don't care. Wisteria, hmm. don't eat them. You know, I only like the green meat. Yeah. I heard you have a goblin with you. I do, but you can't have that one. I like him. Well, that's fine. There are plenty here. I like this one. It's my friend. Okay. So, what do you wish to know first? Why was Lyran kicked out? I didn't know that. You guys don't tell me these things. Lyran was kicked out because of his own undoing. He sought a seat that wasn't his. And sometimes when you attempt to unseat somebody higher up the chain than you, it ends badly for you. Okay. Then why am I in the briar? Why were you in the briar? Mm -hmm. Would be your question. Uh, you were in the briar. Um, because it was fated to be so. It was fated that you would be bound to Lyran. Not to our sisterhood, but to Lyran himself. Why can't I remember? Everyone keeps talking about their parents. Fey magic. Fey tricks, fey curses, fey fates are fickle. And sometimes archfey don't even have control over them, little one. How long have I been, was I there? How long Did... were you in the grove? Um, human years? Yeah. Uh, time doesn't matter here. But well, time if someone is... had a birthday and we don't know what that is. Yeah. It's somebody's birthday today. Mm -hmm. uh, and just, yeah. he kind of snaps his finger and from the table you can see Finn in front of you, just like this little thing pops up out of nowhere. It's like this little, like, cactus almost. Ow. This really beautiful oh. flower at the top. Hey, uh, was this your doing, or, uh, Mr. Bartender? Uh, no, uh, that was probably, um, 
That's Ralkath. That's his birthday flower. You should pick that. Oh, what 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 do I do with that? I mean, it's really beautiful. I don't I don't want to crush it or anything. Oh, you I'm can... not supposed to eat it, right? I mean, I, I wouldn't eat it. Um, let's say you shouldn't. I mean, you definitely could if you wanted to try. I, I mean, no, 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 no. Uh, you could like put it in a scrapbook, or you can smell it. I, smelling may have the same effect as eating it. I don't know. Oh, what's the matter, Arm? It's your birthday? I, oh my goodness! How could I? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, it's my birthday. So much stuff has been going on today. Uh, so it's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, here I I and I'm gonna get up from the bench and find uh, another uh, piece of cake. Put that on the table. I'm gonna dig around in one of my pockets and try and uh, I I think I have one somewhere. I think I have a candle somewhere in here. Uh, While he's doing yeah. that, she is going to sniff the flower. Okay, make a charisma saving throw for me. All right. <laughs> Oh, goody, that's only a six. You high as fuck. <laughs> um, you get hit with just this immensely, almost euphoric <laughs> sensation as you're smelling this flower. Uh, and you start to smile, and you start to laugh. <laughs> and then you start just laughing uncontrollably. Um, and... You're, you're gonna be laughing for like the next, <laughs> next minute for like just the next minute straight just straight laughing Art did you find a candle uh I don't believe that I actually have a candle in my inventory but instead I am going to uh take a uh, stick of butter, and I'm gonna roll it in my hands until it is about the uh, cylindrical circumference. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna pull out one of my grenades really quick and put it in the middle of the cake. <laughs> oh, 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 just, just wait. Last but... birthday Finn ever has. No okay. big deal. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're, we're gonna take take a stick of butter and roll it until it is the the uh, cylindrical appropriate size of something that could be used as a candle. Mm -hmm. We're going to stick it into the center of the cake, and then Art is going to pull out one of his little duck bombs and try and see if he can do a controlled release of a small... Oh, here. Uh, there we go. <laughs> right there and see if we can do a small controlled release of a flame from one of his uh, little mechanical duckies. Um, go ahead and make um, an intelligence or make a make a check using your tinkering tools. So it'd be intelligence plus proficiency. God, I can't uh, wait. Intelligence plus what now? Proficiency. If plus you proficiency. hurt my sister, I swear to God. And this is how Fenara went blind. <laughs> What'd you get? Sorry. Uh, 21. Yeah, very successfully, you're able to just encase this little bomb inside, <laughs> light it. It has this little bit of a detonation, but it's an, only enough to like get smatterings of frosting all over the place. The cake itself doesn't explode. Um, and you have a nice little... like The fuse is quick, because it's only one action, so it's six seconds, and it's just... Well, 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 essentially, the goal was to try to release a small flame so that we would have a, essentially, a burning stick of butter on top of the cake. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'd say it would do that, and then, yeah, it, it would definitely kind of go, I mean, it's still attached to a bomb. 
Um, actually, no, you could pull the wick out and use the wick into the butter. Yeah, that makes sense. The 21, okay. yeah, you can defuse your bomb and use the, mm-hmm. use the wick as a candle. Um, and you got a nice little birthday cake with a little candle on top going. yelling this in the park. Perry takes literally a split second to stop playing music and goes, it's called Buttercream Woman, and he goes back to playing. Um, the Eladrin are like staring at you like, oh my god. Like, yeah. yeah the goblin, the goblin's all falling off like, of her chair. She's laughing so hard. So she's leaning on Art, which possibly because she's still bigger technically than art probably because she's leaning and like this was the best thing ever thank you so and she's leaning just totally on art all of her weight so yeah that's what's happening uh relcap looks back at you and it's taken care of and you guys can hear the door is still open and like finara's laughter is emanating throughout the space now um and he oh. just kind of flicks his hand and the door closes. Uh, so how many years? Oh, uh, yes, I'm sorry. Um, give or take uh, 200? Maybe three? I don't know. We, we forgot most of the time. Pro- probably not. Depends what misfortune befell them in Wavegun. Wavegun? I did not tell you that. Why are you being so nice? Because one day Hemlock won't be and power. And when that day comes, I want to be on your good side. Inside check. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, that's a... Uh, a 50,000 because... 22, 22. Yeah. That's a, a, with a 22... Um, yeah, she's being truthful. Uh, there's a hint of jealousy, but truth is there. Peaceful. Then one other question for Relcat. Um We're trying to help Swaygat. I have, like, a nose problem. Hmm. Um, there's oozes taking over everybody's brains. Like, this one. There's, like, a red oozy thing that went up his nose. Or something. It was really gross. But we read that there's... I forget the name of the plant, and my notes are packed. 
Uh, crimson Crawler is yes. and Lace Flower that, are the two. That the yeah. This is either a Crimson Crawler or like a Lace Flower. If we could get those, we think we can make a cure for the people to get them free. Um, do you know where we could find one or help with? Then he points to one of the bookshelves, and crawling up this bookshelf is this bright red streak of ivy. That's it, right there. Um, it is. Do you know how to administer it? I, uh, I do not know. That would be for a lot of you to figure out. Do you have anything we could put it in so that we don't, you know, die? Or they don't die? Since kinda... I can provide you with samples and sample cases. However, when a gift is given, a gift must be given in return. You want my boots? No, uh, Seika already has those. We we actually that, that's actually a follow up question when we're done with this conversation. <laughs> what would you like? He kind of smiles for himself and chuckles for a second. You have a bard in your party, do you not? Perrin, this is ridiculous. Well, that means good, right? Um, sure. Yes, our bard, yes. Tell Perrin to write a song. A song that is a story, but is also an adventure in its own right. And those who follow the instructions laid out in Perrin's song. We'll find treasure at the end. He sings this at every tavern that he goes to. Then we will call the debt paid. Like a, like a branding thing. Sure. It doesn't have to be about me. It can be about anything that his mind comes up with. However, he must sing it at every tavern, every bar, every inn that you travel to. And if he doesn't, we'll cut off his pinky. And, well, no, if he doesn't, he comes here and belongs to me. And all that's also not... of the people in Swega, who I've helped with Crimson Crawler, will turn into redcaps. If I may. You may. Could you could you do me a favor and tell me your name? I will tell you my name, yes. My name is Ralkath. Ralkath of the infinite branches. Do you also abide by the rules of the Feywild? I did not get my title of guardian of the waylines without following certain rules. 
And since I asked you to do me a favor and give me your name, you've agreed to give me your name. You still owe me a favor. You said, tell me your name. I did indeed tell you my name. I said, could you do me a favor and tell me your name? You agreed to do such. I gave two things and you agreed to my statement. You only gave me half of the deal. Are you rescinding the fact that you are not paying your favor? <laughs> Ripley would love this. I hate it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was seeing if you would get tongue-tied in your own words. What is your favor? We seek the Crimson Crawler. Without this bargain of our friend. What about your boots? You promised I would give them back. I expect you to hold your side of it. However, if a deal of the Fae asking for a member of our group who cannot speak for themselves here, I see no need for them to do such. I'm, at that point, I'm going to send a message to Karen. But darling, could you come here for a minute, please? We need you. Perrin, Look for like, the big door. Uh, it does not go through. Right. Parent keeps playing. Um, can Cortez have his boots back? I asked when when we arrived. I told them that they would give everything back, and they agreed that they would get everything back that we gave to them. You can keep my boots if it helps the yeah, situation. Yeah, they can keep the shitty brown ones, but the gold shiny ones belong. They're not okay. I mean, the it's shitty brown the ones were. That was you directly fell into a fey trap there, so that one's on you. You're not getting those boots back. Which, by the way, hate that as well. All of that's off. Don't ever come to the fey wild then. And Wisteria turns around. Yeah, that's not going to be a very good place for you, my dear. It's just not hospitable to guests, and that's inappropriate, particularly for a party. Those were important, and we were told they'd be given back to Corvus. And I can't leave until. I'll tell you what. Corvus. Fine. You can have the Crimson Crawler. Before your boots, I demand a song. You get nothing from me. I have been here long enough to know that you trust not a request from a fae of any kind or any capacity. I shall not give you a favor. You shall not own one over me, nor my allies. I shall not make this bargain. If Perrin so chooses to do so, that is of their accord. Can we trade it? What if it's not Perrin? Is also, the implication here is that the crawler is only available here. No, we, the, the favor is the crawler. You right, can... but that's what we need. That's that's the leverage. If that is available somewhere else, then there is no leverage. You can definitely risk looking for it in the heart scars. I think there's a risk anywhere here. Or you can sing me a song. 
I've already semi-agreed to it. Now you're really only fighting for the boots. Well, getting the Crimson Crawler, I'm just trying to find a way to get Corvus's boots. The Crawler's ours. I would like a song. One that I think your bard would be really up to. And he snaps his fingers, and you watch as a hole opens up in the middle of the tree trunk. Perrin, you're standing on the table like mid-song, and you watch as this whirlwind of branches and vines and leaves kind of swirl up, like swirl up toward you, breaking the table, engulfing you, pulling you into the ground, and then you just pop up in this room with Eden and Corvus and... And I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? Oh, uh, this is precarious. Your fan demanded to meet you. There's a very big bargain for okay. you. Like, she, literally for you. He turns to Eden and goes, really? Basically, we haven't agreed. Corvus, we haven't agreed. We have not because it's not okay. But they said they will not give Corvus's boots back unless you agree to sing a song at every bar forever um, about this adventure and there's a story and stuff. And if you don't do it, and then you come there's back here. Obtainable treasure at the end that anybody follows can get. Yeah, that's you part. can you can write it. It can be. Yeah, it, whatever. Choice. But if you don't do it, then you come back here forever. Also, you're doing it for it an artifact. It sounds not great. Imagine yeah, the not... other songs you can write for, because you are writing a song for an archfey. So, you're going to, in, ma in making this deal with you, to sing this song for you for these boots, you're also going to give me inspiration for the rest of time to write future songs. Correct. But the one that you have to sing at every tavern is the one that you write specifically for me, for this deal. Okay. But we are agreed, like, we have an accord that we get the boots for singing this song at every tavern, and also you are going to provide me with inspiration for my, my songs. Oh, no. I was saying that this experience of you making a deal with an archfey for a song oh, and some boots okay. would make a great additional song on top of right. the song you were well, already I, writing. I, I don't disagree. Um, I, I swear I've heard something similar. I, I, it's alternative. Um, something about um, a, a fiddler and a devil. But, you know... Uh, a little bit different um so uh okay i mean you don't have to hold on a second you are hesitant about agreeing to this deal because it's meant it was about you and not us we can't make this deal with your life right we don't speak on your behalf right um uh, we'll talk about this later he turns back to the fae and goes let me just finalize this because I am the caveat, I guess. And he just kind of looks around at everyone, shrugs his shoulders. You will give my friend his boot back, boots back. I will sing the song about this adventure, which leads to treasure at the end. 
correct. So to clarify, out of out of you're writing a song that essentially is a story that if somebody were to follow the directions of the story or the adventure or whatever meat and potatoes you put into it, the end result would that be they find some sort of treasure, and that treasure is obtainable. Right. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Uh, Corvus gives a very but invisible it, look of disagreement because Corvus knows what this means. Corvus is adaptable. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Perrin, Perrin goes, right, so because I sing the song, you create the treasure. Correct. Hmm. And he looks. He looks at Jonah. It's very interesting. The fact that, you know, I, I would create this thing, and then there would be treasure. What don't you think? Um, maybe. He turns back to the Fae. So. Right. Song, for boots. Or I come. Here for the end of time. And yes. Okay. okay. You right. can replace um, Pine if you so wish. I've already done that. And he just kind of uh, pulls out a small um, like bit of parchment um, and a, like a chunk of charcoal. And just writes down um Ballad of the sea glass and twine. Keep your ears open. And he puts his hand out. He is sitting like behind this super thick desk and he just extends his hand and you watch as from it a branch like another hand extends as if another branch is forming on him and it stretches out toward yours and it shakes your hand good I've got I'm, I'm happy to do this absolutely I uh, well I mean you're going to need to give me time to write and complete this song um, so how do you expect to know when I've done that? Next full moon. I will know because I can hear your songs being sung as wind passes through the, each blade of grass. Your gastric movements are none of my concern, but I appreciate that. Um, oh, that's Riverwind. Uh, that's Riverwind. 100%. He's got wind in the name. That makes sense. Um, He's a and, and And he looks over at Jonah. You've got a um, good mind about the stars and whatnot, right? You, can, you, can you do... Do you, do you have... Are you aware of the phases of the moon? I'm not sure where we're at yet. Mm. Yes. We'll get that. We'll figure yeah. It out. Yes. Right. We, we are. We are. We okay. 
that's enough for me. I'll take that. Um, fine. Um, I will. I will have a song ready in the next full moon uh, for you, Relcath, and I. Uh, I look forward to whatever good tidings you bring. I as well. And when he claps his hand, Corvus, your boots are in your hand now. Jonah, in your hands is a glass, uh, wooden glass case with strands of crimson crawler on it. Perrin, all that comes to you is the fact that you just made a deal with an archfey. And as you stand there, the floors give out beneath you as all three of you fall and stand back up at the party. Well, thanks for that. Um, I appreciate you including me in in the decision-making process. Um, like I said, uh, we were going to talk about that in future. If it has anything to do with me creating something, like a, like telling a story, singing a song, just, um, just naturally believe that I'm going to say yes. It'll save you time in the long run. I, I will I will likely write a song and sing a song for someone. It's not normally a problem. Sure, we just want you to maintain your artistic integrity. Does that make sense? Oh, right. Okay, I understand. Oh, sure. Uh, just wanted to make sure to let you know in future. You don't have to ask. I, you know, you could tell me. Yeah, hey, singer boy, I need a song, and I'd be I'd do it. I felt it was best for you to know that you would be making a deal in which your song would lead people to do whatever this archfave beckons, the treasure that they have decided, in which if you ever miss a step, slip even the slightest, you're bound to this place away from the things you hold dear for all of life. All right, like, oh, like if we didn't yeah. if we didn't tell you and we go to a tavern and you're like, no, 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 just the hits tonight, and, and then it's over. Like, right. You, you know I mean? Well, so. I mean, here, here's the thing. If you had, if you hadn't told me, you'd be bad friends, and I'd damn you to hell for the rest of eternity. Um, however, you, you could have just said to me, following the conversation, "Oh, hey, by the way, you need to write a song for Relcath, or else you're gonna live here for the rest of your days." And that would have been easy for me to understand. I mean, you guys could have explained that just as well as that bugger could. Uh, so you know, I feel we could be all right. Uh, also, Corvus. Um, including something in the set list and adjusting for that real simple really you know i just have to make sure that it is number one on the entire list and then that's it and i'm however good. in the circumstance that you ever enter a bar tavern and unable to sing unable to perform you will still be damned whether or not you can do it is not the question right that is the point no, I hear you. I'm, I'm, I am right there with you. I am one hundred percent aware of, of the terms of the agreement. I walk into a place. I have to perform. If walk I can't in. perform, guess what? It's oh, I'm fucked. Right, fucked. Um, but I think, like, I understand the little literal agreement. So does so does that fake creature. 
We'll just make you sing before Art blows the place up. It'll be fine. I mean, I, I, well, that's a bit much. I mean, he's he's yet to cause any explosions. However, it is true. And even if you were dragged into a tavern unconscious, your body has entered. If you are unable to perform, all technicalities are probable. Right. No, absolutely. Uh, same as the technicality is what the treasure is. Right? And, as long and as he just, there's like this devilish grin that crosses his face. You see, the Fey agreement works both ways. He's vague in his description. Therefore, I get to write the song the way I want it to. As long as you are in understanding, I simply wanted to ensure that you were made aware. Yes. The reason the boot thing worked is because we didn't know the rules. Once you know the rules, it's easier to right. play the game. Absolutely. And now we know the rules. And and it's a fairly fairly easy give and take. Uh, and then he pulls like another piece of parchment out and like turns to Corvus, showing him things that he's written down. Um, I just wanted to get your insights uh, as to whether you like any of these. Um, uh, brooding in the corner, uh, wings of blackened flame, shadows of myself and mama's boy um which of those would you like me to write first shadows of myself and then if you include mama's boy highlight that it's mothers all three of them hmm. okay the wing one though Did corvus Please. just make a joke yeah and you weren't there <laughs> I don't, yeah, Eden wasn't and here. Sorry. As yeah. this is happening, we're going to pan back over for final actions from Fenara and Art prior to going back to Eden. Perry fell into a hole! <laughs> <laughs> Did that tree just eat him? <laughs> he ate him! He went down the hole and we can't find him! That was so crazy! Yeah, we should, here we should go. Oh, God, and I'm trying really hard not to spill my fourth smoothie as I try to get up from the bench and help uh, Finn with me to try and see if we can find where our wonderful bard has gone off to. Uh, yeah, as wait, the... wait, 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 I got a good one. What do you call a parent that falls through a hole? Uh, what, what, what do you call it, the parent that falls through the hole? As you guys stand up, can you both just give me dexterity saving throws? Because y'all have role played this too yes. good to not get one. Um, that's that's oh, right. no. It's only an eight. Six. You both stand up and, like, Fenara, you put your hand on Art thinking that he'll support you. Art, you like are like leaning on Fenara's leg, thinking she'll support you, and you both just kind of topple into each other. As you fall down, you look up, and both Corvus, you can see in the distance, both or Corvus, Jonah, and Perrin all just pop out of the ground. And that's where we're gonna where we're gonna leave the five of you for right now. Eden, you're still in this chamber. Are there any? 
final questions or final thoughts that you have for Ralkath and Wisteria? Um, did you have any questions for me? He wants to know what do you want out of this? Out of what? This arrangement. This pact. He was kind enough to let you leave, was he not? Mm-hmm. You will listen. In time. I don't know why. I just feel really weak. And I keep watching bad things happen for no reason. And I see people hurting other people for no reason, for money. I don't know what to do, but... When... you go back... to the Willow Burrow... Rockcap speaks out. Far off in the corner, there's a small pool. Elves long ago used it for divination. Reach out to him. There may be one similar in the briar. He just kind of winks at you. Thank you. No. Run along, little one. Our business here is done. And he kind of opened his... He kind of goes like that, and the, the leaves... Your emotions like that, and the leaves go off of his arms and start to kind of push you. And as they do, that door manifests and opens again. And as you're starting to pass through it, you hear. (laughs) Thank you. Remember, they wanted a gate. They wanted a cage. I gave him a puzzle, and the door closes behind. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Thank you all for sticking with us. We're going to go around the horn real quick and let my amazing, amazing players talk about themselves. Except for Ronan, who's just going to say he's Ronan. Um, But yeah, starting with the wonderful Eden of the Briar. Hi everybody, Taryn Hackett, also known as Bob Roof across the socials. I am a dice maker under the moniker of Umbral Oculus Dice. That's U-O underscore dice on the Instagram. I have dice in stock right now. You can enter in code REDHAIRIN, uh, discount code REDHAIRIN for 10% off full sets of my shop right now. You can go check that out, so go do that. I'm on the initiative order every other Sunday for Far Realms Cult Divinity Lost Homebrew, where I torture Corvus and, and, and Jonah, if you want to watch that. Um, but yeah, that's me. That's what I do, and I'm playing Eden. Awesome. Uh, Perrin. 
Yeah, it's my turn um, because I know how this works. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Renee Beauregard. I played Parent Hope Singer today. Um, and I now am going to write a song that details an adventure that leads to attainable treasure. What that means is up to me now. Like, you know, it's going to be a thing. Um, we all know it's going to be like sex with parents or something ridiculous. You're a bard. That's what you do. I that would have, be the greatest treasure in all the land. I have not once parents, ever leaned parents into heart. the horny bard trope. You okay. Have this is true. Yes. So let's give me time. Um, so uh, <laughs> bad news is you only got one day to write it. Sorry, I, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> yeah, full moon's Great. tomorrow. <laughs> full moon is tomorrow. Oh, beautiful. Uh, uh, thank you all for coming out. You can find me at Dragon Rock RPG on Facebook and Twitter and at Dragon Rock RPG Design on Instagram, where me and my compatriot and best friend Daniel Lieberman, we create 5e supplements for Dungeons and Dragons. You can find those supplements on DMs Guild if you just search Dragon Rock RPG. We just released our Rangers. We also have Warlocks, Barbarians, and our Icons of Horror supplement, where you can allow your players to play iconic horror movie villains. Uh, if we get at least 10 ratings and reviews, on our icons of horror i'm going to force daniel lieberman to allow me to write a volume two uh please give me the opportunity to do this rubbing things in his face is my favorite um so without further ado uh, i will pass this on to my lovely sister who is drunk as a skunk <laughs> well hello everybody uh that was quite fun um i i love um drunk fanara she's the best except this time it wasn't drunk it was more like Hi, Kamara? Question mark. Um, <laughs> neither here nor well, there. Liquor, I, same thing, right? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. I am Uta I'm a cosplayer, streamer, TTRPG performer. You can catch me on the social medias at Utahime Cosplay um, and Brianna DeCoster on Twitter. Um, you can also catch me on the Initiative Order. Um, it's not this Friday, but um, there will be an announcement soon for the continuation of No Turning Back, the Alien TTRPG on the Initiative Order at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Um, yeah, again, not this Friday, but you'll be hearing from us soon about the next uh, episode. Um, there's also going to be a really, really fun one shot that I get to be a part of on the Creators Assemble on um, Saturday. So uh, stay tuned for that announcement as well. And also the premiere of a really awesome campaign on Cobalt Press um, that I'll be doing with my friends at Blackwater D&D. That's going to be announced soon, and that's going to be 8 p.m. Pacific time uh, on Sunday. Uh, over on Cobalt Press. So yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, and I'm gonna pass it along to, uh, what is it, the King of West Virginia? <laughs> Prince <Maybe>. now. Since <laughs> um, he came back. Yeah. Rip Van uh, Winkle of West Virginia. Just getting there. Uh, you know, if, if you know, you know, and you're welcome. So uh, there you go. Jay, your turn. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. I didn't know what way but hey Corvus is who I play and you can call me Jay Casual. You can find me on all social media at just too casual where I do all kinds of tweeting and Instagramming as I go through all kinds of stuff. But more importantly you can find me over on Twitch at Casual Creativity where I do video gaming and game designing. What kind of games I'm designing as you may have heard the anime inspired TTRPG Deep Breath. We're hoping to do an amazing launch. A special thank you to Dragon Rock RPG Design for being amazing collaborators on a lot of the mechanics you'll see in there. Uh, we're getting ready for the sample play test 
for people to be able to have a chance to play just bits and pieces of it. So if you want a chance to kind of like get some of the insights on all that, you want to check out the website, deepbreathrpg.com. That's D-E-E-P, bread, T-H-R-P-G.com to subscribe to the newsletter because we'll be sending out information regarding all that, including when we'll launch the Kickstarter, how you can get your own sample guide, and get a chance to play some of Deep Breath content, which is urban fantasy. So there's guns, robots, still spell casting, and everything in between that you could bring to your table. All that's Deep Breath RPG. Um, you can also see me, you know, yelling at Taryn on the Cult of Any Lost Farms experience. I'm also on Cybernation, uh, yeah, Cybernation Uncensored, playing a super mutant samurai named Kenpache Yasuke, who pretty much is believing that the most magical place in the world truly is Disneyland and wants to get more power in some way, shape, or form. And then later this month, there'll be some brand new campaigns that are all based in my homebrew world of deep breath across many different twitch channels so stay tuned for the updates on those again just too casual and deep breath rpg to see all that happening and last but certainly not the least our little gabo friend art hi everyone i'm eddie the discount bard you can find me on all the various social medias at discount bard where you can follow all my antics where i am uh creating low-key adventures, characters, and fun antics in the hopes of bringing just a little bit of light to your day. You can normally find me on Twitch streaming Sea of Thieves and other various games, but this week we're doing Elden Ring, so excited to explore that for the first time and uh, see where that ends up taking us. But today I was here as Art, our little butterball, and apparently uh, now addicted to uh, alcoholic smoothies and loving having Finara as a drinking buddy. And I'm, you are in, what are you, you guys are, what are you all doing? We know where we sit in the thing <laughs> now, so we're just pointing to, to art and like, we're, and like doing things. Don't worry. You'll, go look at the VOD later. You'll see what just happened. Uh, okay, fine. And I'm your innkeeper and dungeon master, Logan Hanley. Uh, this week, we got some cool stuff. Um, Thursday, I'm, we're, I'm, we're back in the tavern. I'm going to be doing some brewing. I uh, got the uh, juices back in my brain and ready to hit the roll with that uh on saturday more uh, afternoon at 2 p.m eastern standard time we have a special collaboration with myself and 220 225 games where that red hair in will be presenting the uh, investigation check which is a dungeon master panel ran by the wonderful garrett of 225 games uh, Jay will be in it, as well as the wonderful April Stiletto, uh, DM Charlie, and DM Jengi. Uh, and Garrett, obviously, hosting and running the whole thing. Um, so, yeah, turn into that. Tune into that. And then Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the second episode of the Tales from the Red Hair Inn. So come join us as we fight this big monster that Nate's going to throw at us that has ooze slime coming from it or something yeah it'll be interesting it'll be fun but until Every oh fight. oh hang on pick winner close pick entries the winner. pick the winner oh slumber jade christy what up all right we'll talk i'll get your i'll get your info and i will get you this beautiful eden inspired d20 um we're gonna raid perception studios who's playing some D D. Give them a big old hello and give them a pint on us, the Red Hair Inn. Until next time, friends, happy adventuring and stay safe. Bye, everybody.